Community Focus is a look at events, issues, and initiatives happening in and around the Brainerd Lakes area. Community Focus is produced by Hubbard Radio Brainerd and broadcast locally on 106.7 WJJY. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today our guests include Captain Joe Dwyer, the Brainerd Commander with the Minnesota State Patrol Office, Tom Nixon, Regional Coordinator for Towards Zero Deaths. Gentlemen, welcome back to Community Focus. Good afternoon. Thanks for having us. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Highway 210 project, and um, I don't know which one of you would like to just give our listeners a little background if they don't remember what that was all about. Well, if you've been on Highway 210, you may have noticed uh, from the Cass County line to the Aiken County line, there's been some large signs, yellow signs. If you didn't notice them, I guess the signs didn't work. That, uh, <laughs> you know, there's, there's an extra crash reduction project going on, and the partnerships of TZD, Towards Zero Deaths, uh, Enforcement, Education, Emergency Trauma Services, and Engineering, we all looked at that roadway and uh, with, with our leadership here from local law enforcement, um, they, they gave the, uh, the direction to say this is an area we need to focus on. And uh, I'll, I'll let off to Joe here to talk about what they did with that. Yeah, yeah and it was just an evaluation of some trend lines that uh, we saw and really a disproportionate number of fatal crashes and serious injury crashes along that stretch of roadway mm -hmm. and just trying to reverse that trend. So it was sitting down with... Uh, allied agencies and working together and uh, really a collaborative effort, which we're so fortunate to have in the Brainerd Lakes area, uh, coming together and looking at um, creative ways to address that problem in, mm -hmm. in the realm of law enforcement, engineering, and EMS. Yeah. Uh, and how, when did this project start? Uh, so we did kick it off at uh, the first of the year last okay. year and January 1st through the end of the year, there is the okay. official kind of targeted um, project line. Yeah. Uh, you worked with not only uh, increased uh, patrol from the state patrol office, but the partners along that entire corridor helped you out too, uh, law enforcement partners. Without a doubt. And that's, uh, again, we couldn't have done it without them. And that we recognize that, that like the state patrol is just one entity. Mm -hmm. uh, so from Brainerd Police Department, Baxter Police Department, Crosby, Deerwood, uh, the Crow Wing County Sheriff's Department, that stretch of roadway. And we even, you know, continue into Cass County and our partnerships over there. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it is that collaboration that makes this project a success. And we'll talk about um, what that success is yeah. over the course of a year. Yeah. Well, obviously, the statistics uh, in uh, prompted you to do this project. So let's talk statistics. Do you have some results that can... Yeah, can kind of show that this works? or Certainly. Yeah. I think, um, you know, it was a challenging year in the state of Minnesota because we did see the uh, fatal crash rate, rate increase mm -hmm. uh, in the state. Um, but in this certain corridor, uh, over the course of the year, we actually saw a crash reduction overall for right. all the crashes. Um, and when, when the state saw the increase in the fatal crash rate, uh, this stretch of highway remain the same. So hmm. we have to balance that of like, what are we looking at as far as a success? It's, you know, we still had uh, tragic crashes mm -hmm. in that corridor, but uh, it was a huge success uh, overall when we're looking at those numbers. Well, and to bring up the awareness too, that it is a dangerous stretch of road and that, you know, numbers in the past have been up there 
just having that awareness for some commuters might make a difference in how they travel on that Certainly. stretch. Certainly, and that's uh, so the the number is that's been a twenty five percent reduction oh, in nice. all crashes on Highway two ten. Wow, in that's calendar good year uh, twenty eighteen when compared to the previous year. When right. someone thinks about the inconvenience of a crash, whether it's just the very simple, I, I, I got into a fender bender and now I have a deductible or I have to argue with somebody on the side of the road, or merely you're just late for something because, you know, traffic's jammed up and you mm-hmm. got to wait. When we can reduce that risk and we take away that opportunity for cars to collide at, at wrong speeds or doing the wrong behaviors, the targeted behaviors that Joel can talk about, um, anytime that we have that extra effort, we see that there's that that result that we expect. When you put more time in, you're going to get more result out. Our hope is that, that over time, this, the traffic safety culture will spread and people will start to, to figure out, my travel time is, is just what I need to do. I need to travel. So I need to pay attention to that and put the phone down and, and, uh, and drive with all of the other behaviors that, uh, aside. We can, we can start to see the change already. Uh, if we look back 15 years, we, we've seen a reduction in fatalities and crashes on our roads. But on this stretch right here, uh, reducing the number of just the sheer number of crashes is a benefit. That's something that everyone will will say. You know what? If I was on 210, that lowered my risk. It it, it bettered my day. Mm-hmm. And those that were involved in crashes still, um, were working for you too. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so when you do a project like this, it goes a calendar year. Um, I'm going to do a hypothetical, but if you had not seen a reduction, would you uh, consider? doing it again and stepping up enforcement or have these projects all been successful every time you've done these uh, extra enforcements? That is the current trend. So wow. we've hey. done um, <laughs> a project down on Highway 23 yep. uh, and then we've done the 210 project and they've all had that propensity to reduce the overall crash rate. Uh, on those stretches of highways. Nice to see that this does work. Yeah, and, and really it's it's the partnerships. Uh, so we talk about Highway 210, but there's also some of the feeder roads as well, which the traffic comes from. So we also put those into the plan as well. Uh, so we've had success uh, looking at some of those. So when we look into the Crowing County area, like the Deerwood Shortcut has a huge volume of yeah. traffic there. Sure so And that's a natural flow of traffic on Highway 210. So that was in our plan as well. Uh, and then some of the uh, outside the creative boundaries there, you know, we have partnerships with the DNR as well who are addressing the right-of-way violations. So it really is a, a team effort. That's pretty cool. How about uh, breaking down statistics even further? So uh, I think it, you guys probably agree that speeding has always been a, an issue on a lot of our highways. Was that the case going into this? And did you issue a lot of tickets for speeding? Yes, that is. Uh, <laughs> that's one of those uh, questions we uh, tread lightly through. Uh, mm-hmm. But but that is our organization's uh, uh, direction. There, um, we do issue citations when warranted there and make enforcement contacts. So, uh, and as a collaborative, again, all the agencies combined. Um, there were a total of 748 citations 
throughout the calendar year there. Was it just for speeding? No, though, for that's, that's a comprehensive. Okay. So okay. when we look at speed violations, a total of 312 speeding citations, and then a, an additional 904 speed warnings. Uh, so that's just one piece of the puzzle. Wow. Uh, we look at the speed category, and then we also look at distracted driving, mm-hmm. uh, occupant protection, and then, of course, the impaired driving violations. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as we look at those, uh, a total of 257 uh, occupant protection seatbelt violations occurred. Really? Uh, with, 100, with 151 of those uh, being uh, citations issued really with that. Mm. why does that surprise me so much in this day and age <laughs> yeah it's it's one of those laws that's been on the books for quite some time and then it's yeah. been a primary uh, law as well for a number of years so yeah. we are still uh, having those roadside conversations to please buckle up and it's the one thing that you can do yourself to protect yourself in that vehicle when mm. when you pull someone over and it's the seatbelt violation what are the excuses that they're using for not having it i mean <laughs> what seriously what is your excuse uh, <laughs> uh, even this morning it was uh i just pulled out onto the highway so it, it's really oh that habit hasn't occurred yet or yeah. people are in a hurry and they forget okay uh, that that's one of the yeah. bigger excuses okay. Distracted driving, I know there's been a lot of talk about this. Were there a lot of citations issued for that as well? Uh, Distracted driving is one of those tough violations to capture because there's so many facets of it. Uh, But, yes, there were uh, nearly 100 uh, distracted driving violations that were addressed in that zone. Majority cell phone use behind the wheel, or I know there's other distracted, you know, driving things. Yeah, and that's one of the way the... The law is written. It's mm-hmm. hard to navigate through that sure. at times. But right. yes, cell phone right. is is a main distractor. Hmm. I'm sure that'll come up in the legislature again this year too. Uh, it was tried to, they tried to pass it and make stiffer penalties. And I'm hearing through the grapevine it'll come up again this year. Yes, it looks like the the hands free bill will uh, make its way through the legislature, and we'll see how we'll that see, right? plays out this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that would be a huge. Uh, element of that distraction there so make your job easier wouldn't it without a doubt yep it uh, puts that onus on you know law enforcement where they're asking if uh, you're on the phone it takes the element of difficulty out there you see somebody with the device in their hand and it's uh, a done deal at that point yeah yeah all right so uh, what's next where where do we go now well, you answered the question, of, or asked the question, I should say, and then we answered about this project success. We had two projects like this before, and the reason that I want to bring that up is we've, we've looked at these projects, whether they are successful, whether we take this effort and, and take the time to put all these people together. The the Brainerd and Baxter Police Department, notably, um, boy, they, they are heavily invested in trying to make sure traffic safety is, is a priority, and I, I want to make sure I give that credit to, to Jim and Corky, the chiefs. Um, Because they make that happen all throughout their agency. Mm -hmm. And when we looked at um, these other projects elsewhere, anywhere from 50 to an 80 percent reduction in fatal and serious injury crashes on those roads when you focus your efforts. So when we think about where we're going next, uh, Joe and his uh, command staff took a look at data and? (laughs) We are pointing towards the Highway 371 corridor, which uh, just makes perfect sense. You know, we're in the Brainerd Lakes area and vacation land and the volume of traffic out there. So, uh, you know, we don't have a ton of specific incidents, like the disproportionate number of fatal crashes Mm -hmm. on that stretch of highway, but that leads us there anyway because we want to prevent that. But 
and what segment are we talking here is going to be the main focus? So we're still massaging that, but mm -hmm. uh, as we're sitting here today, it would look like from Fort Ripley to the city of Walker. So again, oh, all the way uh, up. Okay. in the counties of Cass and Crow Wing and uh, leveraging those partnerships along the way. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. Um, you know, you talk about the education uh, part of this. That's one of those quotients that you never know. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is there's going to be a lot of people you stop, give them a warning, let them know that this is happening. Uh, speeding needs to slow down. That seat belt needs to be on. Yep. Do you think that uh, stays with them for any length of time? I'm hoping it does. I would say definitely yes. Yeah. I mean, that one traffic stop is so instrumental through the uh, course of the day for not just that person, uh, because that person has a conversation whether they get to school or whether they're at work or when they get back home and have that conversation at the family dinner table, um, but also for everybody passing by that traffic stop. So whether it takes uh, five minutes or 10 minutes or 15 minutes on the side of the road, the number of people passing by that uh, have that same impact to slow down, put their seatbelt on, uh, put the phone away, drive not distracted. And know you guys are out there. <laughs> Correct. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's that there. presence is powerful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. There's a high, uh, highly visible piece of that that's so important. Yeah. We all know it's human nature and anyone who's driven and sees a uh, law enforcement vehicle of any kind around, there's a immediate... <laughs> Heart race, straight, straight, ten and two. <laughs> There's a natural and reaction to. Isn't there? Yeah. I mean, you walk in the building, Joe. We do the same thing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> to take your foot off the gas pedal, make sure that your seatbelt's sure. on, and yeah. make sure yeah. you're abiding by uh, all all the regulations. Yeah. So. Right. Very much so. I, I and I think that's a good thing. Without a doubt. In part, yeah. that's really part of your job. Just being there, isn't it? Helps to. Yes, yep. yeah, it, it lends itself into that visibility piece. Once again, that um, just our mere presence out there gains some sort of compliance. So. Mm -hmm. and does, that's, it, does it ever make you wish you had a lot more officers uh, <laughs> out oh, of the Brainerd office? Without a doubt. That's one yeah. of our biggest challenges, and that speaks to the project. You know, if we allocate our resources in a manner that um, is oriented towards traffic safety, the results speak for themselves, the reduction mm -hmm. in the crash rate. So that just shows that if there were more officers, deputies, troopers out there as far as um, that element, that yeah. there'd be a... Yeah. And yet it, it comes back to something I know, Tom, you've said, and uh, Neil Dickinson has said it, and before him, uh, Kurt, Kurt, our good buddy yeah. Kurt used to yep. say it, and that is taking personal responsibility behind the wheel. That's still what it boils down to, doesn't it? Certainly. That's the biggest piece of the puzzle there is personal responsibility for people's actions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and people, watch, people watch. make mistakes. Absolutely. That happens. Yeah. But we, I always say, you know, it may not be you that's driving bad. It may be the other guy. you got to be paying attention to that, too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And one of the most dangerous things we do every day, mm -hmm. every day, is get behind the wheel of that vehicle. Debbie Downer here, but leading cause of death... Uh, ages 5 to 34, used to be 1 to 34, but 5 to 34 is traffic crashes in the wow. state of Minnesota. And when we look at why that is, it's a risky thing. It's, it's a, it's a of lot of power that you're pushing down the road. And of all the, the political discussions we have about, you know, what kills people, 
Um, it's something that if we were to have had uh, the numbers published, how many people died on the roads in the United States yesterday, and it was to gun violence, we would have, a, a, I mean, everyone would be up in arms again, as we typically see after those mm-hmm. events. That's terrible that it happens in those realms. But for here, we've come to accept that at some level that traffic crashes are, are expected, and they shouldn't be. Uh, for those folks that have lost somebody already this year, because mm-hmm. we've had fatalities already in 2019, mm-hmm. um, they feel it. And so when we have this opportunity, when, when the local uh, partnerships get together and get up and running, everyone is motivated to not have to make that knock on the door, to not have to meet with those mm-hmm. families or or have that funeral or whatever else comes along with the heartache that goes with a crash. It shouldn't mm-hmm. happen. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Will you have an official, uh, if you will, kickoff for the campaign on the 371 corridor once it is all the uh, pieces are put into place? Yeah, we'll, uh, much like Highway 210 there, we'll do the same. Uh, we'll Signs will be up. and Correct. Yep. Yeah. It's the partnership okay. with MnDOT and our allied agencies and getting together and really promoting that. Uh, the educational piece, uh, kind of the pre-advertising on the front side to let people know that it's coming. And then this period of um, enhanced enforcement followed by a a wrap-up, much like today, of hopefully uh, next year at this time we'll be touting the success of the Highway 371 project, which I would imagine is the case. Let's plan on on it. (laughs) Very good. All right. Let us know when the kickoff comes. And, gentlemen, thanks for what you're doing to keep us safe on the roads. Thank you. We appreciate the time. Thank you for the time on the radio. We appreciate it very much. It's our pleasure. Thanks, guys. All right. Our guests today, uh, Captain Joe Dwyer, the Brainerd Commander here for the Minnesota State Patrol, Tom Nixon, Regional Coordinator for Toward Zero Deaths. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. We also remind you that Community Focus, you can uh, access that anytime simply by going to our website, 1067wjjy.com.